This is Saturday, February 26. Some years back, Brene Brown, that's her name, was swept into popularity. She's a positive psychologist who had an opportunity to give a TED talk. TED, the letters T-E-D, stand for Technology, Entertainment, and Design. And Brene Brown gave a TED talk on vulnerability. Why we are afraid of being vulnerable with others and how it is the key to building relationships. And thousands of people were drawn to her talk because we harbor a deep fear of being known, really known. Now, if we do not allow ourselves to be known, we cannot form the most important relationships. We cannot get close to people, and they cannot get close to us. Vulnerability is scary because if we let people really know us, well, may they, they may see the crack in our armor, the flaws and weaknesses that we see in ourselves. We feel open to judgment and criticism, and, and we don't want to give occasion for that if possible. Why not simply keep a safe distance, keep our head down? Now, of course, Jesus refused to do this. We never see a time when he curbs his emotion to protect himself from criticism. Actually, we see no self-protection of that kind at all. Here's our text for today. Mark 6, 32-34 So they went away by themselves, that's the disciples and Jesus, in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them, and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so he began teaching them many things. Now, sir, simple survey of the Gospels, we find numerous statements like this. Jesus had compassion, or Jesus was moved with compassion. Two separate times we hear about Jesus weeping publicly. First, he weeps at the tomb of his dear friend Lazarus as he joins Martha and Mary who are grieving the loss of their brother. Though he raises Lazarus up, he fully enters into their distress and anguish. Of course, he could try and maintain emotional distance from the pain, but again, Jesus never does this. He never looks away. Second, Jesus weeps at his triumphal entry. Everyone else is cheering his arrival into Jerusalem, and we would expect Jesus to join in the festivities. But instead, he is weeping. He loves the people of the city. He can see what is in their future. He knows that rejecting him will place Jerusalem on a collision course with Rome, and the city will be destroyed. In each case, and with each miracle, we see Jesus entering in. Now, as I mentioned Brene Brown, in her books, she often calls her readers to live with their whole heart. And that's what I see Jesus doing at every turn. There was a complete congruence between what you saw on the outside, what Jesus was doing, and the people Jesus met, and who Jesus was on the inside. He was the only fully integrated man. Now here's the thing. Brene Brown says that it is this sort of leadership, this sort of relationship that is required for us to be safe, to be vulnerable. She works with companies all around the country 
to help them build teams that solve problems and can really succeed. Here's the way she put it. If we want people to fully show up, to bring their whole selves, including their unarmored whole hearts, so that we can innovate, solve problems, and serve people, we have to be vigilant about creating a culture in which people feel safe, seen, heard, and respected. She says, yes, this is where people will be able to open up their lives, the context where people can thrive and grow. And this is the culture Jesus created with his disciples. He created this by showing himself, by being himself, by letting them know that they were loved and safe to do the same. And we can begin to see as a result how the church that formed was different. The grace of Jesus, the love of Jesus created this context where people could be themselves where we can know and walk with God, and where we can enter in with each other. This happens not through the practice of religion, but through the welcome of Jesus. This one we have learned this week is gentle and lowly. We see in Jesus a deep wholeheartedness that opens the way for us to come out of hiding ourselves. And it is in the love of God, the forgiveness of God, that we find the kind of acceptance that makes this possible. I know that grace can help us be vulnerable, but, well, but that doesn't mean that everyone is safe in our world. If you let people know you and see your weakness, some will hurt you and take advantage of you. This is true. Jesus, of course, knew this and was wise about this, but he was always himself and he was always wholehearted. And it is the heart of Jesus that helps us see that we are safe in coming to him. That is the place we finish our week, in seeing the affectionate, the lowly heart of Jesus toward us. We need to remember the love of Jesus toward us and see his compassion when we're suffering, when we feel trapped, when we're hurting or afraid, and when we feel alone. Here is Dana Ortland, the author of Gentle and Lowly. It is impossible for the affectionate heart of Christ to be over-celebrated to made too much of or exaggerated. It cannot be plumbed, but it is easily neglected and forgotten. We draw too little strength from it. Let's pray. Abba Father, your love is greater than life. Help us to rest in your goodness and remember the kindness and compassion of Jesus that we might be set free to live with our whole heart. Lord, you know how often we hide for fear of being known, how much distance we keep from others and also from you. Thank you for drawing near in Jesus and revealing your heart to us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.